Black Widow Spider Bites Introduction The Black Widow Spider Species, also known by its biological nomenclature Latrodectus species, is one of more than 40,000 species of spiders. Clinically, it is one of the most significant species of spiders worldwide. Within the United States, it is responsible for most of the clinically significant envenomation among all species of spiders. There are more than 30 types of black widow spiders worldwide. However, not all species are as relevant due to their separation from human habitat. The genus Lacroductus derives its ubiquitous name black widow from its physical features. The black widow, or Lacroductus mactans, is easily identified by its characteristic shiny black body and a strikingly red hourglass-shaped marking on the abdomen. Interestingly, this species is well known by the phenomenon of the female spider devouring the male spider after mating, thereby making her a widow. Black widow spiders range between 5 to 15 millimeters they have in length. They have fangs and venomous glands sufficient enough to cause harm to humans. The female gender of the species is the most dangerous compared to the male counterpart. Females have more prominent venomous glands, longer fangs, and a body size that can reach up to 20 times larger than their male counterparts. Epidemiology. Approximately 2,600 lactoductus species exposures are reported to the National Poison Data System each year. Black widow spiders thrive in warmer climates there and except in Antarctica exist in every continent. The two species most commonly implicated in envenomation within the United States is the Lactodectus mactans, or the southern black widow spider, and the Lactodectus hesperus, or the western black widow spider. Southern widow, uh, southern widow spiders are primarily located in the southeastern United States, including southern Ohio and Maryland. The western black widow spider is located along the western half of the United States, ranging from Canada to the north and extending southward to Mexico. Additional species of the in the United States include the Lacrodectus variolosus found in eastern states including New England, the Lacrodectus bishopi found in the southern states and the Lactodectus geometricus which is a brown uh, widow found in the far western states. The primary habitat of the black widow spider is outdoors where they are found in firewood, garages, gardening equipment, trash, outdoor equipment, outhouses, and outdoor outdoor furniture. Exposures rise in the spring months and continue to increase in the summer until it progresses to autumn. Pathophysiology. The venom of a black widow spider is a combination of biologically active proteins, peptides, and proteases. The primary toxin found in the venom of the black widow is alpha-latroxin, it binds irreversibly to the protein receptors of the presynaptic neurons and creates calcium permeable channels within the lipid bilayers. The influx of calcium ions results in the massive exotosis of neurotransmitters, including acetylcholine, dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, and glutamate. It is this release of neurotransmitters that which leads to the characteristic symptomology of pain, muscle, rigidity, vomiting, and sweating. History and physical. Patients typically present within hours after the bite has uh, occurred. Classically, the patient describes activities in which they were and entered the habitat of the black widow spider, including hiking, camping, gardening, shopping, and activities in a garage. Most often, these bites occur in the patient's extremities and often go initially unnoticed and but can be immediately be associated with pain. Within minutes of being bitten, the area adjacent to the wound 
may become painful erythematous and edematous follow the development of the central punctum. Fang marks may be evident. There is also a classic appearance of isolated diaphoreses within the area of central clearing. Neuromuscular symptoms, including muscle pain and cramping, occur within an hour. Increased autonomic function leads to tachycardia and hypertension are also associated and are often correlated with increased pain. Some patients may progress to latrodicism. Latrodicism refers to the systemic manifestations of a widow bite. Systemics include diffuse muscle rigidity and cramping, tenderness and burning around the bite, truncal and abdominal tenderness, nausea and vomiting. The diffuse pain associating with latrodicism spreads contiguously from the bite site. In other words, if the bite occurs on the ankle, the pain will progress proximately along the leg and then to the adjacent extremity, abdomen, crest, chest, and back. All extremities can be involved. Evaluation. The diagnosis of black widow envenomation is almost exclusively clinically established. Visualizing the bite along with its associated symptoms and attaining a detailed history will allow accurate diagnosis. To officially confirm the diagnosis, the patient must bring the spider after witnessing the bite. An, an entomologist, medical toxicologist, or other qualified specialist must then identify the spider. However, this is not necessary and it should not be recommended to patients to capture harm or handle the spider. Historically, grading systems have been used. These systems can be helpful but are not generally necessary for evaluation or treatment decisions. In large cases involving 23,409 exposures to black widow venom, some have found that 65% of the patients presented with minor clinical effects, 33.5 moderate effects, and uh, of nine, and out of the 9,872 cases with at least minor effects, the most common symptoms of envenomation were dermal ir irritation, erythema, and abdominal pain. When chest pain is present, particularly in patients with a history of coronary artery disease, an electrocardiogram is important. Treatment or management? The initial management of all cases of black widow envenomation include local wound management and tetanus prophylaxis. Calcium gluconate and methocarbonol have been shown to be ineffective and are no longer recommended. Mild envenomations include pain at or directly to the wound and can be further managed with oral analgesics if necessary. Management of moderate severe envenomation presenting as pain at the wound site with radiation and characteristic systemic symptoms includes the use of opioids for pain management and benzodiazepines for muscle spasm control as needed. Caution is necessary when co-administering opioids and benzodiazepines and hospital observation may be necessary. Prescribing in, uh, agents from both classes at discharge is not recommended. recommended. Black widow spider antivenom is safe and highly effective in most patients. It is effective in relieving symptoms, reducing the need for additional therapy, and decreasing admission rates. Typically, after administration and a brief period of observation, patients recover fully and can go home without complication. However, the antivenom has been associated with several severe allergic reactions that have led to precautionary assessment before antivenom administration. Most experts would recommend the administration of antivenom to patients without a history of asthma or atopy, which symptoms would not effectively be treated with analgesics. What else could it be? The differential for black widow spider envenomation includes bites from other arthropods as well as other causes of tachycardia, hypertension, muscle spasm, abdominal, back, and chest pain. 
Other invertebrate envenomations or bites to consider include scorpion stings, as well as those from spider species, namely the tarantula and brown recluse spider. With regard to abdominal pain, the practitioner must always consider the sources of acute abdominal pain, including, but not limited to, appendicitis, should be uh, similarly considered. Regarding chest pain, especially as black widow's spider bites can rarely cause troponin elevation, the practitioner must include acute coronary syndrome or myocarditis as their di differential. The prognosis for black widow spider bites is good. Most pain and systemic symptomology are self-limited. Although patients may encounter long-term pain or muscle spasms after black widow spites, this phenomenon is rare. Similarly, systemic toxicity, including abdominal pain and autonomic dysfunction, is usually temporary. Recovery is usually complete within 24 to 48 hours. Finally, administration of antivenom with subsequent anaphylactic reaction is, as with most anaphylactic reactions, rare and usually a transient condition. Most patients can and should expect a full recovery after black widow envenomation.